our podcast. I hope that the traffic clears for you soon because I know so many of you listen in the car. I know I do. And I get stuck in traffic all the time. Sometimes I'm spending two and a half hours in the car on the way home. So the podcast is my is my way of learning. Uh, so I've got a lot of love for the podcast. And that's why I'm trying to uh, record some more specific intros for you rather than just stripping the video content. I hope you enjoy. In this episode, we continue our discussion about the next 10 years of property. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of Real Estate TV. Really excited to bring you um, the second part in the series that we're talking about at the moment, uh, which is the future of property, what the 20s are going to look like. And um, uh, if you're anything like my mum, you have been very excited for us to get out of the ooze and the the teens. What did we call the last decade? Um, She grew up in the 70s and 80s and 90s, so she always had something to call them and she is pumped to be able to call it the 20s now. and I'm sure there are a couple of other people out there as well that are excited. Um, but we're going to continue that discussion. We're going to jump straight on in and start by talking about technology. Um, so believe it or not, technology has a great, of course you believe it, uh, it has a great um, impact on the way that we live our lives. I mean, we're now in an era where anything that we can use to better our lives through technology, um, we take on board. I mean, a lot of people... I reckon a couple of years back, um, if you'd said that um, you would carry, you would have your phone within arm's reach of you at all times and get agitated if it wasn't, <clears throat> you'd call the person who said that crazy. Now, however, it's either on charge next to you when you're asleep that far away or in a meeting it's on your desk, maybe in your pocket, but probably on your desk so you can check your tweets and texts. And um, when you're sitting on the couch with your girlfriend or wife or husband or partner or whatever it is, you have your phone in your hand and you are probably scrolling la gram. Um, So technology is just a huge part of our lives these days. um, And I think it's only going to get more and more uh, involved. Um, So I think there's a couple of things I want to talk about. Number one is 5G. So 5G is coming, whether you like it or not, whether you're a conspiracy theorist and you think that 5G is designed by the government to fry your brain and help you to conform, or whether you just think it's uh, faster internet. Um, It's going to change the way we do things. So at the moment we have lag, and that means that certain technologies can't rely on the internet. I'm really, really fascinated um, by the idea of being able to operate on someone from Turkey and the patients in Australia because the internet is like that. Um, Now, that's a very, very grand idea, definitely, but that's the sort of thing that you can start to see 5G helping us with. Um, And what does that look like in the home? Well, to answer your question, well, not that you actually asked it, but to answer the question that I asked myself, I actually don't know yet because we're not there, but I have a couple of theories and there are a couple of things in the works at the moment that I think will change. So I think the next decade we'll we'll see the end of physical keys, to be honest with you. I just think that as 
companies like Amazon come more and more and more into the picture, especially in Australia. They only really entered the market in the last 24 months in Australia in a big way. Um, no one was talking about them here before that. Now we kind of are. Um, definitely not as big as eBay, um, but now they kind of are getting to that point. Um, and I think, I think that all of your deliveries um, will start to be needing to be dropped off in your house, whatever that looks like, whether you, whether the Amazon person rings the doorbell and, um, sorry, whether the Amazon delivery guy uh, rings the doorbell and, um, and drops your package off inside, you're going to need to be able to remotely access your home um, from your phone or your watch or <clears throat> whatever technological advancement we see in the next decade. It could be smart lenses, um, which I'm very, very excited for. Um, but that may just be because I watch too much Iron Man. Um, but um, I think I think that's a big part of where we're going. I think anything to reduce friction um, is is the moral of the story here. Um, I think smart lights smart lights are already a thing, okay? Um, but uh, I think we're going to start building homes in that manner. Um, and I think that uh, new energy ratings that come in, so at the moment, we, when you build a new home, it has to be six-star energy compliant, um, and the conversation over the last decade has become more and more and more geared towards climate change and environmental pres preservation and sustainability, and I think um, in the next decade, it's going to put a tremendous amount of pressure on more industries um, to step up their game. And I just think the Australian construction industry is one of them. So I think we're gonna see seven and eight star requirements. And I think smart technology that monitors your home and helps it breathe and act. If you had an AI bot whose job was to regulate the temperature within a house and maximize efficiency, it would do a better job than a human being, just fact. I think that it's gonna start to become regulation for that sort of thing in new homes. Um, I also, I have this wild idea that your fridge is gonna be doing your shopping for you. Um, I mean, we're already halfway there. People already get their groceries delivered. I really wanna start getting my groceries delivered, um, but my girlfriend loves shopping, so we won't be doing that. Um, and I think, uh, I just think that as we are already halfway there, um, it won't be long until the fridge knows when you're out of milk and orders it and gets it delivered on time. And it understands your, your patterns. So it knows that you need milk at six o'clock the next morning for your coffee, for example. Um, and we'll be able to communicate with you as well. I think AI um, will have a huge impact uh, on this space as well. So those are a couple of the things I think we could see in the next decade. Now I could be way off. Nothing could change but we're already starting to move in that direction. So I just have a hunch that's where it's headed. Again, could be totally wrong. Um, but we have been live on TikTok um, throughout the filming of this episode. Uh, and what I like to do is I like to get the TikTok audience to put in their questions so that that way I can answer them uh, at the back end of the show. So I'm just gonna have a look and see if we do have any questions. Bear with me one moment. Rightio, we have one question. It's from Tobias, and I'll pop his username down here for you. Um, and the question is, would I recommend increasing your cash flow before you buy an investment? 
Short answer is yes. Long answer is that is a lot easier said than done. Um, I mean, wouldn't we all like to increase our cash flow? It really depends where your cash flow is at at the moment. So if you live at home and you're earning fifty or sixty thousand dollars a year, let's say, uh, and you have no intention of moving out and you really want to start a portfolio, I think you're in a really cool position where you have a ton of disposable income and you can get into a property. Um, but if you if you already live out of home and you're only on sort of 50, 60 grand um, and maybe you have a car loan or a kid or something like that, um, I probably wouldn't recommend buying a property. Um, it's probably also worth mentioning that my real advice is have a chat with a broker, sit down and talk about finance and they will actually be able to put all your details into a loan calculator and give you an idea of what your actual real borrowing capacity is. It's all well and good talking with an agent, um, but at the end of the day, they actually don't know a tremendous amount about finance. Well, some do, some don't, to be honest with you. Um, but I always like to cover myself by passing people off to the authority. Um, the, the broker um, and getting some real advice rather than um, rather than some general advice from me. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for watching. If you've enjoyed the episode, please subscribe to the show. Leave a comment down below. Let me know what you thought. Um, and if there's someone you think might be interested, don't forget to share it along to them. Um, your word of mouth is super important to the growth of the show. Um, and the bigger it gets, the better content we can bring in. Um, so thank you so much for watching, and we will see you in next episode. Well, that's it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, as I said at the top of the show, I've got a lot of love for the podcasts. It's how I learn. Uh, so really pumped to see what's on the way. Uh, if you are too, it'd be fantastic if you could uh, tap that subscribe button uh, and have me in your ears on the way to work or on the way home from work or taking your dog out for a walk, however you do it. And don't forget to pass it along.